Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. morning. Welcome to Creating the Life that You Want. This is Conscious Creation with actress, author, and healer Dee Wallace. If you're ready to take charge of your life, really take charge of your life, the next hour will be an enlightening experience. Now, here's your host, Dee Wallace. Hello, all you amazing, incredible, fabulous, wonderful, magnificent, and very, very sexy people. Well, I had a real divine idea come into me, and I'm very excited about tonight. I've had a lot of questions about, you know, what do you do on your private sessions, and do you do the same thing as we do on the show, and why would I want one, and yada, yada, yada. So there are three very special people, one of whom you will be graced with tonight, who came forward and said, you know what, uh, I would be willing to do an hour session with you and let you tape it and play it on one of the shows so that people can get a sense of why the hour privates are different than what we can just get to on the show. So that being said, that's what we're going to do today. And you know, just hold whatever question that you had that you called in with because you know it will be answered. That's just the way the work works. So we will be going um, a little bit under one hour, and here we go. So this is Miss Mary. Hello, Mary. Hello. Thank you for coming forward to serve yourself and others and me. You're welcome. Okay. So <clears throat> before we started, you said you were a little bit nervous. Do you know why? Uh, yeah, it's partially that it's public and partially that I'm getting in touch with things. And I think the public part is bringing up feelings of guilt and shame, lower emotions. And you are right on the nose. And yes. why why things are coming up? is because you had the chutzpah to trust yourself and to trust me, thank you, to bring this onto the air. So, you know, as soon as we decide, Mary, we get a gift. Yeah. So what are some of the things that are coming up? Because, guys, as we all know, what we are being asked to do right now is to take our light out into the world and connect it with the light of everything. And in order to do that, we have to be willing to be seen, to be heard, and to authentically put ourselves out there, which is what Mary's doing for all of us tonight. So tell me some of the things that are coming up, Mary. Okay, so I had uh, written to you uh, that I had 
felt like I was moving forward from listening to the shows, but I still had a lot of stuff around fear of driving and fear of going out into the world, and I had a setback with an illness. And so the feeling that I had about talking on a show about it is that it was kind of like, is that who I really want to show who as the person that I am to the world? And it felt shameful. And then if I talk about some of my experiences from the past of childhood abuse and things like that, I would be blaming other people and I would feel guilty for that. So I felt in saying who I was, I was somehow opening myself up for feelings of shame that I had, that I'm right. not the person that I want to be, that I'm. this isn't a life that I want to celebrate. And so why would I want to do this? And then I thought, well, the hell with it. Good for you. You know, and that's kind of yeah. You just summed up in one sentence what we all need to do. You know, all all that old stuff that we're in fear of, all those old messages. To hell with it. So we're going to balance all that, and you know you have to do it with me, right? So right. I am divine love. I am divine love, and um, that includes the balance of masculine, feminine, and child. It includes the dance of the water and the light. So um, we're going to get some discernment, all right, around the highest words, Mary, are the shame of being me, okay? Now, first of all, you know that you're representing absolutely all of us because all of us have a place in us that we're ashamed of. So that's the first place we have to go, everybody. If we're going to be free, how can we be free while we are holding shame and judgment toward ourselves? So what do we want, Mary? What do you want if you don't want that? Can you phrase it for me? Um, Empowerment, self-love, and non-judgment. Okay, so how can you see non-judgment as a positive? Um, if you don't judge something, you what? Acceptance. There, there you go. So <clears throat> you see how important it is to very clearly claim what you want. Mm-hmm. Right? Not what not not the negative or what you don't want. So what you don't want is to judge yourself. And if you say non-judgment, that still takes your subconscious toward judgment. Right, it languages it as if yeah, right. Okay. Okay. So I am acceptance. What else did you say? Self-love. Uh-huh. And um, the first one was um, freedom from guilt, but I'm trying to remember the phrase. Um, well, if you're not guilty, what are you? You're innocent. <laughs> okay. So, and and as soon as you said in, innocent, what they flashed in front of me was naivete, which we've been talking a lot about. So if you're innocent, you hold the naive belief that I ask, I receive, I'm taken care of, and I, I'm in faith. Right. And that's freedom, baby, right? Right. Now, when I say, Mary, 
that you balance that, I get a yes. When I say you balanced that for yourself, as far as being that, I get a no. And I think that's uh, where you're feeling stuck in your life. Yeah. Now remember that the highest intention we're holding for you in this call is uh, unlimited possibility and truth of freedom and uh, self-love. Okay? So they want you to be very clear, Mary, that you can balance, this is new information you're bringing in here, dude, that you can balance the energy outside of yourself around those things and not balance yourself as those things. So I am divine love around that. I am divine love around that. Mm -hmm. Okay, now you are at a place where you literally can create yourself as self-love and acceptance, which is what divine love is and freedom, okay? Because if, guys, if we keep um, looking outside of ourselves to create it out there, we haven't really addressed what's going on in here. And the world keeps responding to what's going on within us, doesn't it? Right. Okay. So all that's balanced. And now we're going to a second thing. Now, remember, this is why it didn't balance within you as you. Okay? Sheets, book, song. Give me a movie. (laughs) E.T. Okay. I'm going to the heart light. And if we're in judgment of ourselves, and if we are in shame of ourselves, we're going to close our heart light down, aren't we? Yes. You bet. And the only way that my buddy could get home and survive is to keep his heart light open and bright. Right. So in this moment of now, are you choosing to do that? Yes. Okay. So, yes, it's balanced, it's chosen, it's decided. Okay, so everything around you um, balancing and being in alignment with literally defining yourself and creating yourself as self-love and freedom and acceptance is in place now. Okay? Terrific. Well, I want you to drop into your heart center. Can you feel it? Yes, it's beating. It's beating. Well, that's a good thing. I'm glad your heart's beating, dude. Okay. (laughs) Well, no, I'm saying it's running fast right now. Okay, so... It's kind of kicked up. Okay, well... Uh, they're saying that's energy opening up, and it's your excitement about uh-huh. energy opening up. Anything negative around that at all? No. So that's important to acknowledge that you actually can experience your energy opening up, right? Yeah, and sometimes I think I feel excitement as 
frightening in some way. Um, okay, so... Not right now. I'm not feeling that right now. Well, good. Uh, there's something, some kind of discernment to get around that, Mary, because they're saying it's not, uh, it's not frightening, but it feels that way. So let's get discernment. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> we didn't even have to balance it. Well, I guess you did balance it, they're saying, uh, just by hearing that. See, you don't even know you're doing it. So that's a good thing. You're just doing it automatically. And that's where we get to when we consciously decide to do the work. What they're saying is it's really about power. You, When you feel that, you are able to feel your power, and that scares you. Yeah, and I think you had said in an email that I had gotten messages from actually both my parents, but particularly my father, about going out into the world and um, taking your power and taking my power and feeling from him in particular that I didn't have free passage I think was that I needed to feel like I had free passage into the world that I had been given a strong messages about the world as a dangerous place so the excitement that other people would feel as excitement I was feeling as fear because it was coupled with that by the messages I was getting. Uh, and that's a true statement. But yeah. they w want you to be very clear that it's around the fear of power. Right. And and taking yourself out into the world for all of us is about power. And what is the most powerful force in the world, Mary? Um, love. Love, you bet. Mm -hmm. And that's why... Um, I would love everybody to go to my website and listen to the past life regression because that's the message that comes out of it that I was to take out to everybody with be love and take your love into the world because love is the most powerful force. So I have a question for all of us. Like, If you have felt that in the past that you did that and that it was not accepted, was it really bringing your love or was it something else? It was something else. Right. So but that's you, what I was trying to get at. It wasn't, because if you had been bringing your light out into the world, then you wouldn't feel those feelings because that's not an end result of feeling you're bringing your light into the world. Well, you're doing if, something else. I mean, we all, at some point in our life, brought our light into the world and had it rejected. Okay? Right. Now, what we were supposed to learn in those moments, what we wanted to remember, why we set it up in the first place, is for us to go, you know what? Um, it doesn't matter. I'm going to turn around and create me again. But that's not what we do which is why I wrote Bright Light, what we do is we turn ourselves down and make ourselves smaller and become afraid to take ourselves out into the world again and be powerful. So, so it's not the perceived reception. It's about doing it independent of the reception. But if you're really doing it, then chances are it's going to be received. 
Well, uh, absolutely. And the point is, that's not your responsibility, whether it's received. Do you understand? Your responsibility is to be loved, take it out into the world, and just keep creating yourself any way you can. Right. No matter what. So whatever the the world handed to you, whether your father gave you a negative message about power or not, in this moment of now, you're the only one that can shift that around. And when I say you have, I get a yes, no. So in this moment of now, I'm divine love, and what do you want? What do you want? How do you want to define yourself as far as taking your power and your love out into the world? Um, I want to feel that I can do whatever it is that I choose to do in the moment without any hesitation. Okay, so let's look at the hesitation then. What creates the hesitation? The fear. The fear. And what's the fear? Of not being received. Do you understand? It's kind of a circle then, isn't it? Expecting a kind of absolute... Uh, consequence or absolute benefit or I won't do it. Exactly. Or if I come up against obstacles or if I experience the fear or if I feel this or that, then I have the right to retreat, so to speak. Okay. That's not, you're saying that's not what it's about. That's not authentic love. That's not authentic. For yourself. Yeah. That's saying I can only love myself if you accept me. I can only define myself as um, brave enough to take me out into the world if I know you're going to accept me ahead of time. And I'm totally externally defined if I have that view. Absolutely. And then what happens is all our focus goes on, am I going to be accepted, and we're not. Right. So then that gets to reinforce, you see, that fear that I'm going to take my power out into the world and I'm not going to be accepted. I'll be rejected. Because our focus is on that, so we attract more of that and go, okay, well, it didn't work again. I better bring my light back. When in essence, all we have to realize is our focus is in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. You know, my clear direction of my I am presence is that I perceive myself as a person that goes out into this world and is joyously and securely received and honored and blessed. That's my direction of who I am. And therefore, from the eyes of that person, I must see the world as a world that accepts me and cherishes me and blesses me. Do you understand? Yes. And I, I'm also seeing now how having the previous uh, way of viewing things, that sometimes when you are received, honored, blessed, and accepted, you don't see, I didn't see it. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't even seeing, because I was focused on... Dude, you got it. The other You you, you really do have it, Mary. You've just got to really vigilantly keep putting it in place now. 
Yeah, I think it's also I'm too much in my head. Well, I get a big yes on that, and that is not going to serve you, my beautiful person. You know that. Yes. Okay. So when you say drop down into your heart, I mean Uh I know it's I know it sounds kind of nutty to say what do you mean, but actually for some people needs to be a practice if you're always in your head. So it's it involves the breathing. And the slowing down and well, not necessarily. No? Let me let let me show you how quick and easy it can be. Let me show you. Step right up. <laughs> okay. So uh, I'm going to say, go to your head uh, about uh, what it feels like to be loved. Go to your head and describe what it feels like to be loved. That's a tough one, right? No, just tell me what it feels like in your from your mental point of view to be loved. Well, I'm say I guess just describe it to me. What's going on right now? I would have to go down to my heart to feel No, it. really? Yeah. Oh. Cuz it wouldn't be in my head. Okay. Well, yeah. do you have a pet? Yes. Okay. Well, drop down to your heart and love your pet. Yep, see, you're there. That was hard, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't have to breathe, didn't have to meditate, didn't have to try, didn't have to do affirmations. You just opened your heart in love, and there you were. Right. Okay. So um, let's think about going out into the world. I want you to come back up into your head now and think about... What you have to do, what's something you want to do out in the world, Mary? Um, do more sports, be with more people, join more groups. Okay. Um, all sorts of things, yeah. All right, so let's just say Mary's going to go out and participate with a lot of groups of people. I want you to do that from your head. How do you do that from your head? What comes up? What do you have to do? How do you meet people? What comes up for you? Just give me a stream of consciousness. Um, well, right now I'm in a pretty good place, but most of the time what would come up would be fears and difficulties. But um, Okay, give me just give me some of I your guess thoughts. The, the good things is... Um, no, I want we, some of your thoughts. I'd like to be more involved in helping other women and people in healing groups and learning more about spiritual disciplines and um, doing more physical activities with other people. Um, okay, now drop down into your heart. And going in more into... Okay. Just just take a breath and go into your heart and think of your, your little animal that you love. And what does it feel like to be out there in those groups? It feels like aliveness. So, you see, you when you go to your head, you describe what you want. When you go down to your heart, you experience it already. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. Right. So, I just took you from your head to your heart to your head to your heart within minutes. And you went pretty easily, didn't you? Yes. Could you feel the difference? Yes. 
Could you? Yes. Okay. And so you have that now. You don't have to worry about it anymore. You know exactly how to do it. And you know how easy it is, except it's going to know when I say that. So that's another thing that a lot of us are running into right now, Mary, is letting go of the belief that it has to be hard, that it has to take time, that it has to be difficult, that we can actually do it. Okay? Yeah, I was just going to raise up one of them because I have this other thing um, which ties in with that, which is that I feel like when I'm talking to you or other spiritual people or I'm listening to, I'm not grouping you together, I'm just saying that listening to a tape by a very high level, that I'm in a certain place, then sometimes I feel it's hard to maintain that when I interact with other people or that when the fears come back and it's as if that may be like some kind of core belief that I have. Well, we're going to balance it because it's already come in. So I am divine love. What feels like you can't interact with them or a block comes up, those were your messages, right? Those were your words? It becomes harder. Okay. This is why. More challenging, yeah. Because you don't take your light out into the group. So you... So it's, it's, it's somewhere else when I... Okay. You're holding it within yourself. Right. You see, from the very beginning of this conversation, what it's been about is you taking your light out into the world, taking your power, taking your love out into the world. Before you even told me that's what you wanted... We got to it in several different ways. Are you aware of that? Right. So I think that for some reason, I shift into mental critique mode or... Uh, okay, well, we've already gotten to why. into another mode, yeah. We've already gotten to why because you're in fear of what? In fear of rejection. Exactly. So let's put this all together. How beautiful is this? So... I want to go out and I want to be a part of more groups and expand myself spiritually and play more sports and really interact with the world. But I'm in fear that if I do that, I will be rejected. So every time I go out to do that, I turn my light down, pull it in, do not send it out to connect. And then I feel like I'm not part of the group. Right. Can I just ask you about another one? Uh, Yes, but we need to balance this one first. Okay. Now that we have all of the picture here, I am divine love, I'm the balance, I'm the dance, and it's it's my clear direction. My clear direction. That I, I'm waiting for the words, bravely and joyously, Send my light out into the world to connect with all other light and know that I am received. And And so it is. And joyously send my light out into the world to connect with other people, with other light, and know that my light is received and I am received. How beautiful is that? Now, can you see that you've been playing that little game now that we've put it together? Yes. Great. It's the expectation that it will not be received that causes 
the rejection because I'm not coming for my light and then concludes or has concluded in the past that therefore I'm unworthy. Uh, well, sure, because people can't embrace you and accept you if you hold your light within yourself. Right. And so when they, with, yeah. when they don't respond to you, you go, well, I must not be worthy then. Right. And you're really creating it all. You're creating right. the illusion of all of it by the perspective that you hold that you are going to be hurt if you share your light. Where wow, do you get huh? these things from? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mary, I'm just... I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, somebody said, how do you do this work? And I, I truly don't have a clue other than I hear. I, I hear and I'm able to put things together like a puzzle. And I just trust. I trust that the information will be given to me, and it always is. Always. Oh, yes, I also meant, where does one, where do I, how did I come up with this notion? Oh, um, I I'm going my, right to your father. My, yes. And I'm actually going nine, wow, I heard it the first time, nine generations back. So it's wow. genetic. So we're balancing this all for all of us listening to this genetically. So any genetic messages that we have that uh, our light is not going to be received and we should shut down and feel unworthy and all that BS that we just got to. I am divine love and it's I'm clearly I'm directing this to be dumped from my genetic makeup now. To be dumped from my genetic genetic makeup now. Yep. We're yeah. invoking the rays, flames and light. Yes, and it's definitely there. So I had another, another yeah. one. You, no, there. this is the second installment, so keep going. Oh, okay. So this is a specific, and uh, I, I don't want to characterize it. I was going to say it's a strange fear. But I have um, this fear of driving, and particularly long distances, multi-lane driving, lane switching, and another strange fear of dogs that... Um, are very aggressive and jump at you and bark. It's sort of, you know, like, it's kind of strong. It's not just like some people would say that, um, it's, it's panic. They're, they're it's a kind it's, of panic feeling. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I have stuff around electricity and I do feel it's probably, I don't mean to throw all this stuff at you, but. Well, one, that's kind of what we're here for, Mary. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Right, so and I guess I do mean to throw it at you. You know, but it feels usually, kind of like past life. Usually, everything that you mention goes yeah. back to one thing. Power, but not tonight. Every single one of them represents something else, something different. Yeah. So we're going to the dogs. We want to know what this fear of loud barking dogs is. Now, you don't have to repeat anything. Just repeat it silently to yourself because I'm going to start going a little fast here. So I am divine love. That's balanced, yes. Sheets, book. Give me a song, baby. Uh, your love is lifting me higher and higher. Okay. Doesn't tie in with the barking. Oh, well, it will. <laughs> it will. Because the... 
the barking dog is coming at you as a metaphor and a uh, mirror of your own energy towards yourself. Oh, wow. Okay? So literally, when a loud barking dog comes at you, you go into a panic because it puts you in touch with attacking yourself. Self-attack, right. Yes. Are you writing any of this down? Yes. Because I have a phone in one hand and a Ouija in the other and I can't write. Okay. So that's very important. I it's want like to... a mirror. That's sort of, you know, when you first said it, it sounded a little hard, but it does ring. Good. Yeah. Now, we are going to be putting all this together. So if yeah. you could take some notes, it would help me. All right. Now we're going to the driving. And the can you tell light, me yeah. exactly what your words were again? Yes, it's a it's a fear of driving itself that something potentially bad could happen that I could injure someone or be injured. But I have a particular fear of the confidence that you need when you're in a three lane type situation. Yeah, I get shifting and lane switching and using the mirrors. There's something around that that makes an aggressive driving, which is again, I guess, okay. I'm not gonna. Well, look at what we got to earlier. The dogs being... Well, no, no, earlier than that. You've got to know where you're going in order to do all that. That's like I used to be with a computer, they're saying. So we go, oh, 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 I don't know. I don't know how to do this. I don't I don't know if I, I can do this. I don't know if I'm smart enough. I don't know if I'm ambidextrous enough. I don't know because if I can figure sure it out. I just get where you're going. And so if you knew where you... If you were committed to going where you wanted to go, the yes, you would take your light out right. there. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean by the computer because I went through that too. That I'm not good at these things, and then when I decided what I wanted it to be for me, I started to get a lot better. Uh huh. Yeah. I when I that. when I was faced with a decision. You have to learn the computer or you can't take this amazing work out to the world. I learned the computer. Right. Now, driving guys and cars, anytime anything involves a car, it's about getting where you want to go, which is about moving out into the world in our power. So they're saying you always get there. You're always fine, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all that it's the knowing of that that will give you the power to take you out there, but you keep focused on the fear that you're something might happen instead of going nothing ever happens, I'm powerful. Right. You see And I sometimes have, I feel I have to say Archangel Michael above me, below me. And now I feel that those um that it sort of implies that there's something that you need to protect yourself from or against. Yes. When so let's go the there. Yeah. Let's go to the you what you believe, believe you have to protect yourself against. So I am divine love. Jeez. I am divine love. Book, song, movie, play. <clears throat> okay, uh, South Pacific, no. We're going to the Book of Mormon. 
a play on Broadway that's about saving ourselves through rules and regulations. And talismans and little St. Jude medals. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? That, yes, I do. That, that you know, if it's not in the car, I won't be okay. You know. So I, I have to save myself in this life by going outside of myself and asking everything else for protection. Right. And who is in charge of you knowing that you are safe and secure in this world? Who's in charge of that, Mary? I am. Yep. Bingo. So if you don't know it... I feel that way as opposed to feeling that I have to call upon a power greater than I am. Okay. So our next question then is, is, well, let's balance all of that that we just said, I am divine love. Why do I not know then that I am the energy, the presence, that my I am presence is the presence that creates me as secure and protected in this world. Sheets, I'm going to a book, and I'm going to Ramsey's book. Whoa, I almost dropped you there. I need a page number, 0 through 100, 100 through 2, 50, 50 through 60, 60 through 70, 257 and the frequency it responds to. The whole of your brain capacity is immense, yet you in your limited thinking have been able to use only one-third of it. What do you think the rest of it is for? To fill an empty hole. So we're going to the brain, the part of our brain that has not been activated, that lets us know unconditionally that our I am presence is the presence that creates our security, our joy, our power, our freedom, and our love in this world. I am divine love around all of that. I am the balance of masculine, feminine, and child within the radiation of my light, the sending out of my light, within the electromagnetic whole of the whole, which is also known as the brain. I am whole. I am God. I am the I. And so it is. So what we just did was balance the feminine, masculine, and child within the part of the brain that allows us to know, experience, own, and be our I am presence. Holy hell. You know, what? for the first time when you said I am God, when I had listened to that before on the broadcast, I'm a recent listener, so uh-huh. I just, I stopped at that because I was brought up as a fire and brimstone Catholic. Uh-huh. And you're unworthy. You you are not God. God is something separate and out there. Uh-huh. I you know, I've heard all about it and I know all about it and I've tried to feel it, but 
but I felt it when you said it this time. Well, it let me like explain. It felt like blasphemy when you first, you know what I mean. It felt Honey, like, oh, yeah. let me tell you, before I brought this work in, out into the world, I, myself and my healing partners walked through three years of statements before we could get to I am God. I'm a part of God, I'm a being of God, I'm the energy of God, I'm the experience of God, I'm the frequency of God. I participate in God. Yeah, and finally, one day we got together and they said, no, that's it. Yeah. No more outs. You have to claim that you're God. And it was a huge, well, it's the day my life turned around. Literally. Wow. But, you see... I did all of that legwork before I ever brought the work out into the world. All this was done in the studio when I was just working with my students, their parents, and their friends. And you know, so nobody else is saying that. They're, they're still saying, I humble myself before God or I call upon God. Well, but and you know why? Because so many people will turn around and go, you can't say that. Well, Yeah, they'll be after them. <laughs> well, you know, but isn't that exactly what we've just been talking about? You see, God being in fear. No, no, exactly. I want you to put this together. Being in fear, okay, that you can take your truth out into the world and not be rejected. And right. when you truly know that, when you truly know that, then you attract people like we have in our community that go, you know what, that's that's a truth. I can feel the discomfort of it, but I know it's true. I'm going to hang in here. And I, it was very clear to me that I could not water anything down that I knew because my job is to bring the truth out. And the people that will know it, accept it. And the people that don't, I will not attract to me anyway, and that's not my problem. You got it? Right. But you also understand that the people who don't know it will not be harmful to you because you hold that you are... Because I'm my own I am presence. You're your own presence. So they, they're not going to hurt me. Yeah. I'm the director of me. Right. Okay. I have to write all this down. I have. Can I ask you one last question? Yes. But we <laughs> also have to go to the third thing that you had on your list. But go ahead. Ask the question. Oh, okay. Um, sometimes you say uh, the sequence, masculine, feminine, and sometimes it's feminine, masculine. Does it matter? Um I'm getting it does not matter now. For okay. one show, it mattered for some reason. Uh, okay. Because I, I, I think we were working on the feminine. Yeah. Um, but I'm asking right now, does it matter the sequence? I get a no. Are we asking the right question? Yes. Okay. So now, I was what was your last thing that you were? There was the barking about? dogs, the driving, and um, there was a. There was a third thing. I guess there are a lot of irrational fears and guilt things that now I have to put in the past that have blocked me. And They're already in the past. Okay. Energetically, 
energetically you balance them in this hour. Okay, so I'll come up with another one if I'm okay. So that my decision-making now will be clearer as well. Um, well, I'm asking you. Will it be? I'm hoping. No. Excuse me. You are the director of your I am presence, your I God claim, presence. What do you choose to create? I claim that I am clear. Okay. I because claim that I have clarity. Until you claim clarity, you will not be. And, you know, Ramtha says it better than I've ever heard it said. The only thing in way of creation is doubt. And that's probably where in the past all of my obsessive thinking and obsessive thoughts and racing thoughts have come from. Well, sure. The kind of blocking of the knowledge of... Okay, so drop down into your heart center, Mary. No matter how hard I try, when I'm in my heart center, I can't hear that BS. I want to know if you can. Not right now. No, you can't. Only when you go back up to your head. So know that when you hear all of that yada, 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 yada brain fart stuff, you're back up into your mind. Drop down into your heart. Clearly direct your I am presence to open your channel that you know that you're clear and then take action from that place. So I want you to consciously do that when you get into a car. You have to consciously now redirect your memory centers around driving in a car. The energy's balanced. And now you just have to train yourself to hold the balance and think balance and know your power when you're in the car. You understand? I'm just writing it down. Okay. Sorry. Now, while you're writing it, they're taking me to... But it does bring up another thing, which is that I think in the past, because I'm contextualizing this as the past, from our conversation, that I would think being in your heart center makes you sort of squish. But actually, the opposite is true. You bet. But that's what we've been taught, isn't it? Go to your head. You want to stay safe? If you're in your heart, you you, you can't get out of the room. You don't know what you're doing. But if you're not in your heart... You don't know what you're doing. You can't exactly. open the door. You know. Exactly. So the opposite is real. It's counterintuitive. It's the opposite that's true. And and that's what you know. Neil Donald Walsh says in conversations with God. Literally, go out of your mind. You will not find the answer in your mind. Your mind is created to doubt if the answer is right. Right, and you won't find the solution to the problem from the paradigm that created the question. Exactly. Thank you. Mind chasing, right? Thank yeah. you, Einstein, Mary. <laughs> okay, anyway. now hold on. They're taking me somewhere else because uh, we're going to the sheet. First sheet, second sheet, third sheet. Hang on, I got to get to it. One through five. One, two. Okay. 
claim that all your energy centers, systems, claim that all your energy systems, both in the body and above, are open, front and back, balanced, repaired, and spinning correctly. So we direct our I am presence to do that. We are that. We are consistently that. And what they're saying is they wanted to bring this forward because when you're in your heart center and live in your heart center, your energy systems stay open, balanced, spin in the right direction. Your heart line is straight. Everything's in place when you go to your heart center. Everything goes cattywampus when you go back up to your mind. Right. Oh, cattywampus, that's a, a scientific statement, you know. Is that Kansan? That that's my mommy from Kansas. Yeah, everything's just cattywampus, Deanna. Is it cattywampus for everybody when they're in their mind? Or? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yep. But we're taught, you see, that that's the way the truth looks. Right. Right. I think so. We have to change right? our perception, don't we? Right. We have to choose the perception. And the knowingness that when we're in our heart center, we know we're guided, we're freedom, we're truth, we're power, we're all those things. When we live in the open channel, that happens when our heart centers are open and connected. So the mind has its place, but it's a function of the heart, or it connects to the heart. In some way. Yeah, um, if, it, you, if you want to read up more on it, uh, heart math is a good place to go. But basically, your wisdom, your consciousness is your intelligence, uh, which is felt from the heart. And then your job uh, is to direct your I am presence, to use your mind, to create whatever messages your heart brings forward. So right now, your heart is saying, I want to go out and play sports and be with more people and socialize more, and it's my clear direction to my mind, show me how to do that joyfully and empower. That's your job. Right? Right. So when I wanted... To start creating um, these webinars uh, so that I could do more of them for all of you without being on camera, right? Right. I said, I don't know how to do that. I'm going to find a way. So what was my first way of finding a way? I went to Michael, who used to work for me, and then I went to my webmaster. Three months later, nobody had an answer for me. Now, I had made a decision that by God, which is me, I'm going to do this. So I said, you know what? I guess I'm supposed to know that I need to be responsible instead of giving it to somebody else. Within one day, okay, I sat down. I went, okay, I'm going to do this. Where's the first place I go? And the first thing I heard was Jennifer McLean, and I went, well, my God, of course. Jennifer has been doing this for years. 
I'm on Jennifer's show right. once a month. Jennifer's a good friend. I sent an email. A half an hour later, she says, oh, go to Instant Teleseminar, D. It's really easy. You'll love it. And and there it was. I created it in less than a day. So it's like getting into your heart space, and then the, it will come to you. And the But the, the emotions of the heart are mostly... Fabulous emotions, right? In other words, well, 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 let's get clear about that. When you go to your heart center and ask, literally, you will hear. Things will drop in. That's how I channel. So, I heard Jennifer McLean, but I heard Jennifer McLean because I went to my heart center. I didn't sit down and go, oh my God, how am I going to do this? Should I research it on the Internet? I don't even know where to go. Where do I start? That's what your head does. It's like waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning and suddenly you know. Yes, ma'am. Exactly. Because when they wake you up at 4 o'clock in the morning, you have no resistance going and you're not in your mind. But, Dee, do the emotions come from the heart, including the lower emotions, or are they interpretations from the mind? Oh, no, emotions always come from your heart center. So that the heart center can have, if it's not balanced, you can have both joyous and lower Well, but you see, that goes back to the polarities, Mary. We're used to calling good emotions and bad emotions. There aren't any bad emotions. Your emotions clearly tell you what's going on. If you're pissed off, You know you're angry, and then you get to go, wow, what am I angry about? Let me find out what the truth is that's going on within me so that I can use that energy, transmute it, turn it into light, and I have it available then to use instead of being controlled by it. So there is nothing that's negative about that. Okay, so you don't then, your guidance doesn't, tell you to buy into the law of attraction thing where they say careful about your thoughts and emotions they must be they all negative emotions must be erased because they're going to produce a negative thoughts because they're going to produce okay i i i think the am i like going off on a tangent here no what I mean to say no no you're that, asking you're asking what everybody you're actually asking what's going to wrap the show up okay and You see, the problem with the way so many teach the truth is that they don't understand the truth and live the truth. So as soon as you say, don't feel, don't think, it's negative, where does your focus go? On to the negative, in the fear you're going to do something wrong, and that is not the flippin' law of attraction. Exactly. You live in love, you be love, you count your blessings, you live in gratitude, you see yourself through the perception of the magnificence and greatness that you are, so you see the world in its magnificence and its greatness, and all things that are attracted to you have to match that. That's the law of attraction. I get you. So when you get in that car, you attract knowing that you are powerfully magnificent, 
and are in control of your own destiny and being because you have clearly directed yourself to be there. Do you understand? I do. Okay. Now, hold on. Is there anything else? Any other way I can serve her? I get we're very complete, Miss Mary, and we need to bring it to a close. Do you have any last questions? No, it was just terrific. Wasn't it, though? It's it's a great feeling not to have a question to me. Yes. I'm kind of a question generator. <laughs> Isn't that? Well, and you had great ones, and you had questions you, that are going to serve so many people. You empowered me. You empowered yourself. You empowered the listeners, and you empowered the world. And that is what I asked for when I asked for this work. It's so a great go out listening to your show, too, because... That's what I get from it when I listen. Thank you, darling. Each and every question is as if it were asked by me and directed by me, and I know it's going out there into the universe and, as you would say, the ionosphere and so forth. So, Indeed. It has anyway. already. Know that it's done and be the magnificent, incredible, loving power of freedom that you are, okay? Thank you. Thank you. And thanks to all of you. I hope you enjoyed this. I know that it gave you so much clarity about the process, about taking responsibility, and about our light, our power, and our freedom. I love you. I love you all. Go create. Thank you for experiencing Conscious Creation with your host, Dee Wallace. We hope you'll join us again next Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. Now, create who you want to be. Ah!